Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we have to talk about the U.S. government because some of their agencies have conducted warrantless cellular surveillance, and that is obviously a huge thing, especially when they're using stingrays. Now, this is coming from reporting by Zach Whitaker of TechCrunch, and I'm cribbing from him and paraphrasing him a good chunk here, so make sure you go read his article. It was really good, and Zach, if you're listening to this, great job really summing this up. But here's what's going on. I don't have all the information that he's got, but this is the, the big view. So here's what's up. A government watchdog has found that the Secret Service and ISIS Homeland Security Investigations, or known as HSI, repeatedly fail to obtain the correct legal paperwork when carrying out cell phone surveillance. Obviously, that's a very invasive thing. Now, these findings were published last week by Homeland Security's Inspector General. They're tasked with the oversight of U.S. federal, uh, basically of the federal department and its many law enforcement units. And they said that the agencies often use cell site simulators, a.k.a. stingrays, without obtaining the proper search warrants. Now, these stingrays or these cell site uh, simulators are surveillance gear used by law enforcement that can impersonate cell towers and basically make your cell phone think that it's connecting to like your local Verizon or T-Mobile or whatever. Therefore, it allows law enforcement to essentially track you in real time. Some of these newer stingrays are even believed to uh, be able to do things like capture calls and text messages of nearby phones. So you're sending that text. Essentially, what's happening is it's stopping at the cell phone simulator, the Stingray. They can gather information or look at this and then relay that out through your carrier. And here we are. Here's the thing, though. Stingrays are controversial because they also essentially ensnare every other device within their range, including devices owned by people that don't have any connections to crime. So, you know, if the police, let's say, are down the road, you know, Homeland Security, whatever, doing something on one of my neighbors and they deploy a stingray, now my cell phone and all of my other neighbors' cell phones who are innocent simply get caught up into this. So there you go. Now, Stingrays are also developed under strict non-disclosure agreements, which broadly restrict what the public knows about them and even what police can disclose, meaning the company itself is basically saying you cannot discuss the technology behind it. I'll talk about that a little bit uh, later. Now, prosecutors have dropped court cases rather than risk revealing proprietary technical details about how these stingrays work. Because of how invasive stingrays are, the uh, inspector general said that federal agencies must first obtain a search warrant authorized by a judge before they can be deployed. The inspector general said only exigent or emergency circumstances would allow for warrantless use of a cell site simulator. In the same way that, you know, if let's say the police come to your door and knock and somebody's yelling, help, 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 they've got every right under the law as an exigent circumstance to kick in your door and go rescue you, you know, and there you go. And so, those those exigent or emergency circumstances can range from having to act quickly to prevent destruction of evidence uh, through immediate risk or danger of life, a national uh, uh, security threat or a national cyber attack are all valid reasons to do that without a warrant. In those cases, the authorities have to apply for a court order within 48 hours of deploying the stingray or they run the risk of basically falling foul of the law and essentially may not be able to hold up in court because that would be considered illegal surveillance. In their redacted report, the inspector general said that the Secret Service and HSI, quote, did not always obtain court orders, end quote, as required, uh, basically by the law and also department policy. Now, the Watchdogs report also described two sets of problems. The first issue is that the Secret Service and HSI did not correctly interpret, quote unquote, the internal policies governing the use of cell site simulators in emergency situations. In one case, 
ICE's HSI said it did not believe it needed a warrant because the party had, quote, provided consent. <clears throat> now, the other problem um, was how the Secret Service and ICE's HSI used cell site simulators to support requests from local law enforcement agencies, meaning the local police needed the help, they didn't have a stingray, and here come the Secret Service or HSI to help them out. In one case that was highlighted by the uh, Inspector General, a county judge, quote, did not understand, end quote, why prosecutors sought an emergency surveillance order because, not understanding the statute, the judge, quote, believed it to be unnecessary, end quote, leading essentially to a whole bunch of uh, warrantless deployments, meaning a judge misinterpreted the federal law, a local judge, not a federal judge, and here we go. Now they can just deploy it at will without warrant in that jurisdiction. That obviously isn't an issue. And in at least one case, uh, or one other case, the Inspector General rebuked HSI as it was, quote, unable to provide evidence, end quote, that it ever applied for emergency court orders in one case that it deemed an exigent circumstance. Now, they also listed out a whole bunch of, uh, the Inspector General listed out a whole bunch of uh, different points for improvement Improvement, which were accepted by both uh, Secret Service and um, and uh, ISIS HSI, but this is a problem that we have. We continue to speedily create technology that that one improves our lives, but two are essentially hacking tools. And that's what a Stingray is. A cell site simulator is a Stingray. I talk about uh, that technology a little bit and what goes into an actual uh, Stingray, uh, again, is proprietary information, but we know it can capture uh, 3G and I believe 4G data. I don't believe there's a 5G Stingray out there yet. Last time I looked at that was a couple of months ago for another one of these reports that I was doing, but they can capture text messages. They can capture SMS messages from what we understand. They also have the ability to essentially shut down uh, cellular service in an area as well, essentially stopping the traffic. So my phone thinks it's going to Verizon and it stops at the Stingray. And so now my phone thinks there's a Verizon outage. We see this deployed in emergency situations with shooters. So for example, you know, even in my own neighborhood uh, a while back, there was a lockdown at a local high school because one of the students apparently brought a firearm into the school. Now a very serious issue here in the United States. The police were deployed and they deployed Stingray and, and cell phone uh, blockers if you will, to essentially blanket the area so that no cellular communications could be had. Students could not call their parents. Parents could not call their students. That caused a bit of a panic as well. And so... This is essentially what we're talking about, but but spoofing cell towers is not new technology in the sense that we've been able to do that ever since the 802.11G series, that's the old 54 megabit wireless 802.11, where you could take the actual older, um, in this case, I believe the last time I saw this done was with a Linksys router and essentially reprogram the 802.11 to spoof a cellular tower at that frequency and essentially make it look like a Verizon or a T-Mobile or, you know, take your pick. So, so the technology is there. The technology exists the technology is hackable as well and if we are looking at you know the stingrays of the world the uh the cell site simulators of the world that's obviously a very serious issue because if these things can be used to capture our information we have no idea that that's looking at this not even myself i'm not going to know if my my data is flowing through a cell site simulator that can run what is known as an mitm attack or man in the middle attack and capture data as i just think i'm naturally going through uh you know my connection to Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile or take your pick. And so that is one of those things. It's one of the reasons why we always recommend having VPNs uh, to you uh, basically to have this kind of information. Now you're wrapping your data in a layer of encryption as you're going to the website or communicating via secure messengers, but SMS text messaging and cellular calls 
would still go outside of that VPN, still be captured by a Stingray. So there you go. I'm never a fan of overreach. I do believe this is overreach. Warrants should be had for surveillance anything. I don't care if you're tapping an old school phone line like you now see in the movies because it's pretty much the only place that they exist in that way now thanks to voice over IP or you're capturing voice over IP or even a cell phone. You need a warrant or you need exigent circumstances, and then apply for that warrant within 48 hours. And if that's illegal, it's not going to be held up in court. And so there you go. We'll see what happens with this. But obviously, I'm never a good fan when our privacy is violated. And right now, our privacy has been violated, and hopefully that will change in the future. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP, where I promise I will not capture your data, nor will I on YouTube, where you should subscribe to me. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.